Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome once again to the weekly Sports Talk podcast on cmlife.com. We appreciate you guys joining us once again here. Uh, I am Dominic Mastrangelo, the sports editor at Central Michigan Life, and I'm joined by my assistant sports editor, Joe Judd. Why don't you say hello, Joe? How are you doing out there, folks? Out in TV land or <laughs> podcast land, wherever they are. Internet world. We have a really interesting show lined up today. Um, as short as it may be, we have a lot to get to. Um, we, of course, are going to talk about our Central Michigan University football team, but we want to start with some of our other sports um, before we uh, dive into that subject. Um, I'll start with our soccer team. Our women's soccer team split a weekend series this week. They uh, played Buffalo on Friday and unfortunately lost, um, but Buffalo is one of the better teams mm-hmm. uh, in the Mid-American Conference, and they were able to grab a 3 nothing win today on Senior Day. Um, as it stands right now, they still sit a couple of points out of the MAC tournament race, but, I mean, it's really been an up-and-down season for the soccer team this year, and they've struggled, especially away from Mount Pleasant, right, Joe? Yeah, they have, but uh, this three goals in a game is something that we have not seen at all this at this year in a win. They, they've been topping out at two, and uh, for them to come out and get the win like that on senior day, I, I think was really good, and um, I don't know, uh, at this point, I mean, you, <laughs> winning cannot hurt your chances. Of course, and... Three two goals today for mm-hmm. uh, Kaylin Cordia Jr. It would have been really nice for her to. I mean, if she does that against on Senior Day this year, can you imagine what she's going to do yeah. on next year in her senior year? Kaylin Cordia also a journalism student. Mm-hmm. Right? Did you know that? I did not. Well, I think photojournalism actually is her thing. You see her up on the fourth floor, more hall sometimes. In so the journalism realm, though. If I see her uh, this week, this week I'll be sure to say, "Hey, uh, nice game, getting two goals on Sunday." So big win for the CMU soccer team there. Uh, moving on to volleyball, that was another weekend split for our Chippewas. Um, they beat BGSU uh, last Thursday. Some of you read about that in Friday's edition of Central Michigan Life. But they were swept in straight sets, sets on Saturday. Man, it's just been up and down for the volleyball team this year. It really has. I mean, you start off the um, season started and it just didn't look like anyone that Olsen was, Coach Olsen was questioning his lineup. He was trying to shuffle some things up. And then all of a sudden it's working out for him. And now McIntyre with her injuries flaring up. It's right. just, I don't know. This just seems to kind of be... Um, from when I can remember last year when I covered this team, it just, uh, I don't know. I, I hate i hate to say that use the one step forward and, and two step back cliche, but, but that's, that's really kind of what's what been happening. Been. That's yeah. really what it's been thus far. In the absence of McIntyre, especially this weekend, was pretty glaring. You can read about that online, cmlife.com. Um, before we uh, get into our football team, uh, we want to just sort of take a quick look at the national scale. There's a lot of things going on with uh, the NFL and the Major League Baseball pl- <laughs> World Series that starts next week. Yep. Uh, Joe, a big baseball fan. I mean, who do you like in the World Series next week? Uh, you know what? I'm I'm going to stick with the hot hand. I'm an American League guy. Uh, I think everything that's happening with Kansas City is just amazing. It's uh, magical. People have been telling me uh, the past few years. I've had plenty of people tell me, "Watch out for those Royals. They're gonna they're gonna come out of nowhere, and they're gonna be they're gonna make a run at it." I just didn't think it would be this soon, and I didn't think they would actually make it this far. I think Kansas City is a really good example of if you really nurture and work on your farm system. Um, and then make a couple of pretty big signings. Uh, some special things can happen. Yeah, they bring in James Shields. That's right. Yep. The, the Royals going for their first World Series title since 85, right? Absolutely yep. incredible. But now I guess we should get to our main course, right? The Let's CMU football team. Uh, for those of you that were at the game on Saturday, we are sorry that you had to watch what we witnessed on Saturday, which was really just an absolute cluster from CMU from beginning to end. Um, they were able to sort of pull it together there in the final moments of the game, but ultimately ended up being uh, all for nothing, Joe. What really went wrong, uh, in your opinion? I'll tell you what. In my opinion, it was that very first drive. I feel like we were out of that game before we even had the chance to get back into it. Really? When you have three 
um, unsportsmanlike conduct, conduct penalties. Yeah, that was awful. One of which came on the game's opening kickoff. When you yeah. have when you give up forty yards on your first drive like that, and even if even if we did block that extra point and kept it to six. Yeah. If we don't commit those penalties on that first drive, those six points don't get put up, and maybe, just maybe, Ball State doesn't be, doesn't have to kick a game-winning field goal. And it really does sort of set the tone for the entire game. I mean, even head coach Dan Enos was penalized 15 yards yeah. for a sideline interference. I mean, here's the guy that's supposed to be co- coaching and mentoring and lecturing about discipline, and meanwhile he's taking a penalty himself. Now, yeah. look, they ended up getting it back, so you can only be so hard on the old ball coach, mm-hmm. but, man, um, just in the discipline department there were a lot of things lacking. Um, not a great game out of Thomas Rawls, who is, as Coach said after the game, I mean, Thomas mm-hmm. Rawls is the guy who got us to the dance, um, but he is failable, putting the ball on the ground twice in the Chippewas loss. And now the Chippewas sit at 4-4 four and four in the Mid-American Conference. And, I'm sorry, 2-2 two and two in the Mid-American Conference and 4-4 four and four overall. Boy, 4-4 four and four in the Mid-American Conference. We'd be having a much different conversation, <laughs> wouldn't we? Um, so we're really just sort of back to square one here, and we're well past the halfway point in the season. Um, Buffalo next week, Joe. I mean, where are things really mentally and physically for this team? Oh, they uh, mentally and physically, I don't, I don't know. Um, uh, you know, Rawls in those in the past two uh, two wins, eighty carries in two games. You know, you had to figure that isn't going to happen. He's not probably going to get another forty touch game. And I don't know. I, I think we've uh, we got spoiled spoiled with him a little bit. And then as soon as we see him put put one on the ground. Uh, it seems it seems like kind of I don't know kind of the end of the world almost when you see when you see someone like that who's been so consistent for us in the games that he's played when he's when you see him put on the turf and twice nonetheless I, I feel like it's easy for you to hit the panic button but like I said with the soccer team you're not gonna you're not gonna hurt yourself winning games that's right and that's what they got to do from here on out I think they need to win out and I think that should be relatively easy mm-hmm. uh, with no teams left on CMU's record with a winning record. It's kind of interesting um, when you think a little bit about these big stars that we've talked about, Thomas Rawls, Titus Davis, even Cooper Rush. Um, so much pressure is put on these guys in what really does feel like the last-ditch effort um, in a do-or-die season for a lot of the players and coaches um, on this football team. Um, that being said, in my opinion, if CMU plays like they did last week against Ball State in any of their games remaining – I mean, I don't think they're going to win another game this year, even Eastern or Western Michigan. Ten plays, I mean, ten penalties for 91 yards. Right. That is, they almost gave up an entire football field worth of penalties <laughs> when you right. think about it. No, it's true. And you cannot win when you, you can't win like that. You can try. I mean, we got close. We tied it back up at 29, and I mean, we could fought, but despite that, even when we tied it, I still felt like we were trailing just a little bit. Just the momentum wasn't there. Left left two minutes and 22 seconds on the clock for the Ball State offense to move down the field. Defense couldn't keep them on their side of the 50-yard line, and the 55-yard booming Oof. field goal went through the uprights, and CMU was handed its fourth loss, fourth loss of the season. The Chippewas will try to write the ship next week against Buffalo, and we'll be sure to catch you guys up on that. Look for a podcast later this week as we're going to preview that matchup and all the action around CMU athletics. Um, until then, this is Dominic for Joe, and everyone over here at the CMY Sports Desk saying thanks a lot, and we'll talk to you next time.